1: I'm not going to worry about your level of concern.
0: double We're
1: talking about Twitter.
0: Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that.
1: We love Pittsburgh, PA. We love Steeler Nation.
0: We can't speculate and recollect.
2: You know, there was a uh, a wise prophet, or a, I don't know if he was a prophet, he was a philosopher hmm. uh, by the name of Brooks. Are you familiar with Brooks?
0: Uh, I mean, from Shawshank, I don't know which necessarily Brooks we're talking about.
2: Well, this philosopher, uh, he, I think he said, you know, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. <laughs> you know, remember when you're talking to the man upstairs, that just because he doesn't answer you... It doesn't mean he don't care, Mm. because some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered QB prayers. (laughs) That's right, it's what Jin's talking about, the conversation about the Steelers' Mm -hmm. social media conversation, uh, only on Behind the Steel Curtain uh, and the Behind the Steel Curtain podcast network. I'm Kyle Kreis. Here every week with me is Greg Benevent. Hello, and we, you know, it was, it, it was, it was, uh, it was like Fivel wishing upon a star in an American mm. tale. Wow. Steelers Nation was was hoping this was the week we would get our QB.
0: I I I guess I mean it it yeah I I also like an American Tale I mean unlike that I guess it's a good thing we didn't end up with a really terrible sequel of having that work out so (laughs) Five Will Goes West yes (laughs) Five
2: Luckily there was no uh you know no I guess there was no Mason Goes West to (laughs) Seattle
0: right (laughs) Seattle this week Mm -hmm.
2: um well you know we're here every week to expose the hot and toxic takes on Steeler social media Mm -hmm. and this week was uh, no exception oh like,
0: was it ever not an exception
2: like uh like you say the off-season t- toxic takes takes no off-season mm-hmm, so let's mm-hmm. get to the tweets uh you know let's uh, the thing on everyone's mind is who is gonna be our qb in 22 Ugh. so let's cue the music <laughs> QB 22, where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB 22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve, which QB do. We want gold and black. But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. That's right. QB22 where are you For those of you
0: just listening to this you missed the experience of Kyle actually bobbing along and dancing to the song at the parts he's not singing on it really adds a lot to it and it's a shame we can't put that into the podcast <laughs> this, for the rest of you This is my jam this is uh, <laughs> uh you know when
2: I when I figured out that I could uh, do a, a Scooby Doo parody song uh, <laughs> then you know I think that made my off season <laughs> QB twenty-two, where are you? Uh you know, and, and while all the all the potential QBs were out running their mm-hmm. reps down at the Combine, uh mm-hmm. our own QB1 was running his Combine reps on the broadcast waves. Mm-hmm. That's right. We've got at Trib Sports, Tribune Review Sports, Steelers offense will feature more under center. Play action and downfield passing in year two under coordinator Matt Canada. So says QB Mason Rudolph on a national radio show Friday. He was on the Jim Rome show. Did you uh, Did you hear anything that he
0: had to say about it? Uh, the only thing I heard was that wonderful um, mangling of various cliches when he said something <laughs> like, "Look, I know what they're saying at the barber shop, but I'm going to step up to the mountain and then deal with the plate <laughs> as it comes." Or whatever he said after it was. It was something like, "Wow, that was if you were trying to write a parody." of sports cliches where you kept getting them wrong, like you might have come up with something like this. Not since Biff Tanner
2: uh, <laughs> in Back to the Future has, has someone uh, misconstrued their metaphors.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you know, this was his time. His, this is really his first time yeah. in the media spotlight to step up and show that mm-hmm. he's, you know, because he's talking about being the leader in the locker room. Right. And so here he was on Jim Rome. Let's, let's, let's hear it for ourselves. Mason, what about the offense? Matt Canada is the team's offensive coordinator. Nope, let's not hear it. Are we going to hear it? As the team's offensive coordinator, now that you've had some time in that offense, what do you like about it, and then how well does that fit your strengths? So this is a softball question. Matt Canada, right. what do you like about him?
1: What do you like about the offense? Mm-hmm. It couldn't it's get easier. As easy as it gets. Let's let's see what, uh, what Mace had to say. Yeah, I think um, I, I like Matt, and I, I think you know there's... Uh, you know, I'll, you know. There's. Um, uh, I'm excited to take the, that next. <laughs> I mean, he
2: can't. He likes Matt, and then he can't even. What he can't even explain what is it excites him about this it, offense. He, he was
0: not prepared for this question, about <laughs> literally, your job. What is it? Um, but yeah, I, I it, it is fascinating. Like, it is, I mean, I, I I gotta be honest with a lot of these things with Mason, it does endear me more to him because I can be like, oh yeah, uh, my colleague, um, sure. <laughs> but also like I, you know, I, I'm working three jobs, running off of caffeine. Like, I'm not a quarterback in the NFL, uh, uh, uh sitting on Jim Rome show. Who, by the way, I forgot how great Jim Rome's voice is. Like, I don't listen to the show, <laughs> yeah. but the man really has an excellent broadcast voice. But uh, but I did love, I did like that. Like it was, if you imagine. Imagine you were in an office with Mason and you confronted him in the hallway. Be like, Matt, what do you think? He's like, ah, oh, ah, uh, oh,
2: Matt. Uh, He's yeah. still looking for those TPC reports or something. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just like, whoa, what can you say about a guy like uh, Matt? Uh, do you have more of that? That oh, was great. Let's keep fun refut- this all day. Let's, let's keep it going. Step, as I said,
1: I think, you know, there, there were some concepts, there were some things that Ben had ran and Ben had been comfortable with for 10 years. I mean, no matter who, you know, the coordinator was, um, he was tied to some concepts. I think there was what? a bit of a, a mesh between him and the coordinator.
2: What does that mean? He says
1: there is, it seems to be a
0: mesh between Ben and the coordinator. I'm guessing he's saying Matt. No, I'm actually, I, see, I'm going to, and the fact that we can have wildly different interpretations <laughs> of this proves how off it was. I'm going to say he meant mesh, and what he meant was they their ideas meshed. Okay, okay, okay. But I I can't at all guarantee that that's true. I mean, I thought he using
2: I thought he said the word mesh when he meant the opposite of mesh. I thought he was saying that Ben has these 10-year concepts that he likes and then so you had Matt Canada and so they they had to find a way to mesh. I I oh. I, I don't know. No,
0: that could be true too. I I took it and that that could very well be right. I mean, it's reasonable people could certainly disagree, but I thought it was Ben had these ideas for ten years Matt had his ideas and then they meshed occasionally but again this this sounds like you like Mason had been asleep and you like grabbed his shoulder and you were like Matt Canada what's up and then he gave you this exact answer in the hotel bed. um all right we're,
1: we're not done yet here, here, here's more for mace I think um you know you get that kind of leeway when you're when you're an 18 year you know future hall of fame quarterback but I, i'm excited this year to just uh kind what? of have the you know dialogue with matt and and um you know move forward into kind of you know his bread and butter he's he's a play what so he's
2: he's excited to have that dialogue with matt i mean that's certainly not the same as coming in there and winning a a QB one.
0: Well, I I, the, uh, I get um, I, and this is it could be me being way too nice, but I wonder if this is almost a generational thing. Mason's a young man, and it's he's grown up in a different time where the idea of like having a dialogue with your coach is not like screamingly insane. <laughs> like it's a thing that can happen, not like we're gonna have a dialogue where he says you're doing this now. Like it's we're actually having a dialogue about going through the ideas. Honestly, if he had just like if this if if this were right, if you were writing. this, this you would say okay that's great cut everything before i'm excited and then cut like a lot of that stuff probably before the word dialogue and, and we're good and then jim can get to whatever else he is he has to talk about uh um one one more i got mm-hmm. one more oh please Close. i'm what? not gonna let you not finish this oh uh, where did
2: oh come on this stupid now internet you've had some time oh, in that offense. pause pause. Like a... pause it went back hold okay. on okay all right we we were uh we were talking about
1: uh dialogue matt, matt canada's dialogue mm. The kind of you know his bread and butter he's he's a play action guy he's a He's a uh, you know push the ball down the field guy, and uh, that's that. I think that suits my style well.
2: You know, so you know Mace. He's the, he's a the play action guy. He's a push the ball down the field. When I think of Mace,
0: I think of a push the ball down the field guy. I I, I mean, that 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 sounds good in theory. I mean it, it it also sounds like. So what are you as a quarterback? Well, I'm a throwing guy. <laughs> and then if I have to be like I'm a running guy, but I'm a throwing guy too. <laughs> well, he's good. he's he's just there to mesh, right. Again, if, I mean, like, we're not doing nearly as long on this again if he just comes in with, I'm really excited, which again is the whole, could be the whole answer to this. Three words, good night, go home, drive home safely. Like, well,
2: you know, Mace, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a it might have been a tying performance on the mic uh, with Jim Rohn there.
0: <laughs> so his record uh, as QB1 might be 00 and 1 for well, this I mean, season. It's, even if we could get like one of those out of work WWE guys to deal I mean, there's got to be media relations people at the Steelers that could be like, hey, Maybe let's, you know, try to talk as if we have a modicum of both confidence and assertiveness. You know, when you look like a Ken doll, maybe uh, you don't you don't open doors with your mouth necessarily. I suppose. <laughs> I, I, I we didn't even comment on it, didn't have you till now. How long how many times have you ever heard Ben pronounced as bin? As then we put the you know, we put the clothes in the bin when we were when they were dirty. Like Is that an Oklahoma draw? Is I, that I thought he was uh, South. Car- I thought it was South Carolina, and he went oh. to Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, okay. It, t- t- two people from Pittsburgh that live in LA. It's all the same, but yes, uh, South it's southern, a- right? yeah,
2: it's all southern, right? Well, uh, we're just getting warmed up. Mace, of course, was hardly the topic on everyone's mind mm-hmm. because uh, before the news broke on Tuesday, we had. <whistles> at Mikeed Up Sports 1 Mike Nicastro according to Pro Football Talk there are four suitors for Aaron Rodgers the Steelers are one and have reportedly made an offer for the MVP quarterback uh we've got and we had more because the fan had the details mm-hmm. at Fan Morning Show CBS Sports says potential offer for the Steelers for Aaron Rodgers would be 2022 first round pick that's our number 20 pick Mm -hmm. a 2023 first round pick a 2023 third round pick and a 2024 conditional first round pick thank goodness yeah Aaron stayed in Green
0: Bay yes yes it's rare that I'll be like it's a good thing that man signed somewhere for 50 million (laughs) dollars um no, reading that is uh, – it, it's it's crazy. Like, it's weird. Like, like like reading that is the same way I used to feel like years ago when, like, I was poor and look at my own bank account, you know? Like, just be <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, I read that and be like, am I going to be able to pay my rent? Like, it's weird, the emotions that triggers. And um, no, I, I wouldn't want them to make that deal. I mean, I, that's it. I'm glad they put – any kind of offer out there. I mean, what I kept thinking about is that like somewhere in the Pentagon, there's like a plan for like what to do if Canada invades the United States, you know, like just to have, I'm glad they at least thought about it, but like we the, had a contingency plan for Aaron Rodgers. That's yeah. I mean, really? Cause, it, cause it, the one thing I've, the only thing I've read, I don't know if you included about this, that made any kind of sense to me about the Aaron Rodgers thing is that for whatever reason, Aaron had gone to green Bay and being like, look, I only want to play for the Steelers. I have no idea why he'd do such a thing. I, it certainly wouldn't happen in this dimension or several other dimensions adjacent to this one, I'm sure. But if he had said that, I'm glad that there would have been something somewhere that someone would be like, "Okay, here, we will use the Aaron contingency plan. Here's the nuclear codes." Like,
2: <laughs> well, if he was gonna, I mean, if he was gonna come to Pittsburgh, uh, the reason was because of uh, one person in particular.
1: Who's coaching this ball club? Mike T.
0: That's I mean, true. That you know, he wasn't there to play right. with Dan Moore Jr. Right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See, he wasn't here for the Pat Fryermouth experience. Yes, yes, yes. Although that would have helped a lot, but um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, right. But that that's the only reason I'm glad they put some kind of deal out there. I mean, it, t- even to think about it was just in case Rogers was willing to move heaven and earth to get here and uh, somehow not take fifty million dollars a year.
2: So you know, it seemed like the con- consensus was, thank goodness we passed up on Rogers. But not everyone. How about? At Tone Diggs from the Pat McAfee show, Mm -hmm. uh, Steelers fans and media don't want to trade three first-round picks for Rodgers. The last two Super Bowl winners were teams that went and got superstar vet QBs. You wouldn't want to trade Devin Bush
0: Edmonds and Artie Burns for a potential Super Bowl that 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 is I mean I'm I didn't do high school debate but that is a <laughs> lot of uh, loading the question especially because of the last two Super Bowl winners that went and got superstar vet QBs one of them signed a dude in free agency <laughs> they absolutely traded nothing for Brady two uh that 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 that's that's an interesting pick of uh, non-sequential First round draft picks to make a point. That's that's yeah, you don't have you don't uh, put TJ Watt in that conversation, right? right. Somehow TJ Watt did not creep into this, even Najee (laughs) didn't creep into this, Uh, Cam Hayward didn't. And also, I mean, again, when we're recording this, okay, let this CBS sports offer we just goofed on that's less than the Broncos gave for (laughs) Russell Wilson. And I know he's a younger man, but man, oh man, this offer wouldn't have been enough.
2: That well, that was it was three first rounders for Aaron Rodgers was the potential. Trade. And Uh then, so what did the Broncos give up? Two firsts and two thirds. I thought it was two seconds. Two firsts and two
0: seconds. Well, gosh. And a fourth and a, your, a and your pro bowl adjacent tight end and I think your defensive captain right or one of the better starters on defense like it was a linebacker or a, I don't really I, you know I, I watched the Broncos game with you and I don't remember half those guys So <laughs> Simmons the safety it wasn't they didn't trade him he's still there but they traded one of their starters on defense the good tight end and of course the backup quarterback they weren't using so that's for the Steelers that would have been those four picks you're giving them probably Firemouth if not Najee. I mean some other like an offense maybe your best offensive weapon one of your better offensive weapons and I don't know uh uh, uh who would be equivalent to that starter guy like maybe uh Sutton or like yeah I guess uh, to it if he comes back like
2: it's, you know it's a it's a uh it's it, it's certainly one for the Madden games that Yeah yeah there. right 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 yes what about well, you know, now since Aaron Rodgers didn't uh mm-hmm. didn't come through, let's go to the next best thing. Our own at Andrew underscore Wilbar here mm-hmm. at BTSC. If I'm the Steelers, I'm calling the Packers and seeing what the asking price is for Jordan Love. Uh I mean
0: at at I think like I mean, I certainly know very little about Jordan Love, although Love jerseys would be tremendous, obviously. But I mean, but the didn't the guy play one or two games last year when Aaron was doing his COVID dance, and uh, the guy didn't he not look so great at Lambeau? Didn't that happen? And he
2: ready had kind of his audition uh, in and the, in didn't prime look time, right? Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And again, it was at Lambeau and not like on the road either. So it, you know, I mean, I just you know just in passing and Twitter, I saw that they were saying a second round pick, which again how do I notice love guys that much better than what's available out there? And also you have to do a deal with him as soon as he comes in and you got to commit to him. And, uh, no, unless, unless it's like real low, I mean, I'd almost rather have Jimmy G for the fourth round pick in July than this guy. Like then this okay. love guy, then this love guy at, uh, again, unless they're giving him away, which I don't think they are. What if it's Jimmy G for a second? I wouldn't do that either.
2: I mean, I, that, there's just too many holes. I mean, I, no, what? Uh, so, what if it's Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati in the second round? I,
0: that I've actually started to talk myself into a bit as we sit here in, in early March, which can't be stressed <laughs> enough. Having just read that the Broncos are now a Super Bowl contender in early March before Saint Patrick's Day. But um, but yeah, a joke I, to me. I'm starting. To, I I am starting to talk myself into the Ritter thing, just because not on. And I, I guess the thing I keep thinking of is Chase Claypool. Is that you look at the body and you look at the guy. You're like, okay, it all looks good. So why is this guy falling in the second round? And and that's where I am today. That could change by uh, dinner. So <laughs> by the next uh, by the next trade rumor. Right, right, right. Yes, yes.
2: All right. Well, okay. If we're not on the Jordan, okay, we can't get Aaron Rodgers. We're not mm-hmm. getting Russ. Uh, Jordan Love maybe not out there. Oh, how about from at Steeler Nation? Are you in on Mitchell Trubisky for ten million per season?
0: I have to say, originally I, I was not. I mean, and other people would be like, "Well, why would Mitch cost ten million a season?" And then again, we just sit in a world where Rogers got fifty million, and Russell's getting what at least forty, right, or something from the Broncos. We assume. So, I don't. I mean, I, at first I balk at ten million, but maybe that's just where the market is.
2: Has anyone ever been benched and then gotten a raise? I mean, we saw Mitch; he was the starter in Chicago, then he became the backup in Buffalo. For, I think he's making two and a half million.
0: Yeah, something like
2: that. Now, you, for
0: for going to a backup, now you get a $7 million raise to be the starter next year? I mean, the only thing I can think of, and I'm not sure it's exactly analogous, is uh, Tannehill in Tennessee. But even then, I don't think he came in necessarily to be like, hey, you're going to be even the guy this year. Like, I thought it was to back up Mariota or something. I mean, I have no idea what happened with the Titans, but I mean, but that's the one be like, hey, it worked over there is this exact story with Tannehill. If you're not doing, 10 million for mitch um and i might and i might be just because i don't know if there's another option i mean they're bringing in a quarterback one way or the other i mean just pure simple numbers they lost a quarterback they get a quarterback that's that is as much as anything is the steelers way it's just how that quarterback gets here i you know um if you're looking for
2: in a, in a, in a cheaper range. Say in the five million dollar range. Now are we? T- I
0: mean, we're, I think we're talking about guys like Andy Dalton again. You know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously I have a, a, a steep, steep allergy to Andy <laughs> Dalton. So much so that you don't know, even steep an allergy isn't even a phrase. But, um <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, like I said last week. I mean, it's it was interesting when the last time we read these tweets of all the Steel- of all the quarterbacks that the Steelers had offers out there, Mariota was not mentioned. Like even in the wildest rumors, where it's like, hey, it's all these guys, and then they just listed a name of dudes, none of them included Mariota, which like, OK, I mean, that seems like a guy that's a two, three, five million guy out there. If Trubisky's getting 10 million, why isn't Mariota getting five? Uh, he's got to, right? I think he's I mean, got I'd to. I assume just
2: because the market seems so wild. If you've paid someone like Trubisky 10 million, are you automatically... Kind of ordaining him QB one, or is there still going to be a battle between a ten million dollar Mitch Trubisky and a you know in a four
0: million dollar Mace? I think so. I think I think there automatically is just off of the way the Steelers do things. I I mean it's you know they were never benching Roethlisberger because he went back almost two decades and two Super Bowls and countless wins. I don't think Tomlin would have the same reticence about benching Mitch Trubisky <laughs> after an zero and two start or something. Um, Well,
2: you know, some people aren't even convinced we need the QB this year. Let's go to our own at Michael Beck, 56 Michael Beck. 2023 is a much better year for the Steelers to be in the QB market. Maybe add another cheap vet this year, but then go all in at the spot next year. What? Why Why are we even want a QB this
0: year when the good QBs are out there next year? Well, I mean, it. it I don't know if it's necessarily about the good QBs are out there next year so much as that this year it looks absolutely bust unless you want to spend everything or somehow, you know, again, Pickett or Willis or, or if you really fall in love with one the other guys dance through the raindrops and somehow fall to 20 or even in the second round, uh, I see I'm starting to come around to uh, uh, Mr. Beck's idea just because, you know, the rest of this market just looks completely befuddling to me. I'll tell you, I'll
2: tell you what I'm coming around to. I don't I can't even tell if I'm serious about this or if it's just because I'm just against everything I'm seeing on social media. But I'm Mm -hmm. for Mace. Mm hmm. Uh, maybe a Desmond Ritter in the second round, and an Andy
0: Dalton. I, I'm ready for that to be my wow. QB room
2: in that, 2022. I
0: mean, it's the idea of a, a, an older guy to just even be just just be an older guy. Is not crazy like that. I, I I don't know if he necessarily starts, but it's also like, you know, and I I've seen a lot of people, particularly Dale Lolly, talking about this in terms of the offensive line. Like the idea of having someone that is not like twenty four for the rest of them to talk to is, is probably a good idea at like any position. <laughs> well,
2: I got one here uh, that's not on the page you, because you know you know some people are are just furious uh, okay. that we didn't get Rogers or Russ Wilson. Mm. Let's go to at Jerry the Kid 21 Jersey Jerry. Jersey Jerry. Just sit back and enjoy the show, Steeler fans, like you always do. Go ahead, mediocre Mike. Why aren't the Steelers uh, in aren't why aren't they uh, big buyers yet? It's only March 8th, 8 days
0: before free agency starts. I- <laughs> it's it's even before the start of one of my favorite phrases in all of sports the legal tampering legal period. tampering legal tampering <laughs> it's 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 i mean you gave this podcast such a wonderful name but if you hadn't working in legal tampering would have been great but um but yes i uh, i too will enjoy the show of all the losses were accruing on March 8th <laughs> who thought that we were gonna be big, big buyers on these
2: guys you know it was always nice to hope for a Rogers or a Russ Wilson, even even a Jimmy G, I think that's above our. I don't know. We just haven't. We've never seen that as far as QB buyers.
0: No, and it, it would have been fun, and it just to be like, okay, your entire franchise now changes to being this guy overnight. It, uh, and the Jimmy G thing isn't impossible. His injury kind of almost provides like an escape route. Say they can't, say they get outbid for Trubisky, say none of the quarterbacks fall to them. I can absolutely see them trading like next year's third or fourth or even third rounder for Jimmy in like June. I mean, whatever this bizarre shoulder injury it is he has, that. that's, I, I think him, you know, his injury, while certainly unfortunate, is the kind of thing that also leads to like a third possibility. Never mm-hmm.
2: say never, but
0: never. Oops. Okay, okay, all right. Well, look, we got. Let's
2: uh, let's take our let's take our commercial break because we've got to talk about the mock drafts. Still, uh, all kinds of mocks out there. Uh, the Couch Colberts who think that they know exactly how to spend our money, including uh, a couple free. We already got a, a free agent center, a free agent linebacker. They're all they're all they're all coming eight days before great. free agency starts. Legal tampering. Legal tampering. All right. Let's. Uh, Let's get to some ad about a podcast. That how how come our ads are never sports podcasts? You know, no, I it's didn't like know that. It's like some true crime. I've been listening this week. It's been like true crime again. Okay, you
0: know, give well, me a good people sports. People like that true crime.
2: I yeah. Well, you me I too. Mean, believe know. me, I'm okay. I'm watching Tiger King <laughs> as we're doing this podcast. All right, hold on, we'll be back. you know what the music means it's time to come from behind in the second half uh, we, we you know we we, we, geez, we spent the first half just talking about uh, <laughs> just, th- just talking about qB ones uh, <laughs> and we still got to uh we still gotta get to all the mock drafts so many mock drafts and you know I think we've got a uh we've got a theme we've got a theme song hey. now for our mock draft coverage uh we mock the mocks and i think it needed a song oh, so great. here we go it's uh, here it is right here oh what what happened to the music <laughs> cue my music i've heard them draft so many names all over the web but it's all the same yeah Don't try to analyze the situation To me these mock drafts are mental masturbation There's only one way There's only one way to mock! (laughs) There's only one way to mock, and we're still oh, searching man. for that. We haven't found it yet. Uh,
0: oh, man. We only have a month and a half of this crap left. <laughs> Can you believe that?
2: All right. Oh, my God. Let's, anyway, yeah. Let's get to um, <clears> them. <throat> First up, we've got at Mike'ed Up Sports One, Mike Nicastro. This came in before the Russ Wilson trade. Mm-hmm. According to my calculations, there are at least six teams drafting ahead of the Steelers that need a QB. Panthers, Falcons, Broncos, well now Seahawks, yeah. Commanders, Vikings, Saints. Some will be filled in free agency, but landing Willis Pickett remains a pipe dream. It, are, why are we even thinking about QB1 in the draft if the two big guys aren't going to be there?
0: Because we don't know 100% they're not going to be there because it's uh, these are all certainly franchises that, again, are picking in front of the Steelers for many reasons, not the least of which is that they've often screwed up this first-round pick. So it's entirely <laughs> possible that they'll do something else bizarre that cannot be picked by uh, even someone that managed to get a Twitter handle like Mike Up Sports 1. <laughs> I, I, I've seen all
2: the – we've seen tons of mock drafts. In fact, we're up to – I, I, about 83 wow. so far. But oh. I haven't seen uh, six or seven QBs go off the board in that first round.
0: No, because if there's, I mean, at most, you get, what, four? And people throw in, like, uh, uh, Corral and How, which, again, I can't, tell the two apart yet but presumably that'll occur at some point
2: corral Howe, willis kenny pickett right those seem to be the four that you know
0: and, until I, i've seen some people but like oh and then the lions get back into the first round and get desmond ritter at the end and like okay but you know that that's i don't think i've ever seen more than four and it's um but i've tried to limit my exposure to mock drafts now that, <laughs> now that we're doing this
2: well in some ways there's nothing better for the Steelers. Then, if six right. teams took a QB in that exactly. first. That means someone someone like, uh, you know, some, one of those great interior O-linemen is going to come to us. One of those super defensive tackles, big that, wide receiver, oh,
0: linebacker, that, anything. That tackle from, uh, or that D-lineman from Georgia... <laughs> Uh, like, like, like again, you, I see that guy, and it just makes me laugh. Like this human being exists. This is a person on Earth with the rest of us. Yeah, that's like, like some Levon Kirkland speed for that right, mass. Right, you know? right, like, the, like the guy looks like someone messed up Photoshop when you see the pictures of him. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, you know, we, we thought this went away, but it's back. We're talking about Kenny Pickett's hands <sighs> at Sharp Football, Warren Sharp perspective on Pickett's eight and a half inch hands we got the official measurement eight and a half inch on 663 qbs measured hands since 1987 only nine had smaller hands than Pickett. no qb to enter the nfl in at least five years have had uh eight and a half inch hands the last successful qb with eight and a half inch hands was
0: vic Mm. Oh, OK, that's not bad. No, but and then they're always their argument is, oh, well, Vic was also very fast, which, of course, he was. I mean, it you know, again, maybe we're in the, the timeline where they draft pick it uh, first overall. And he, you know, has a failure of a career due to many fumbles in cold weather. And, you know, there's the Post Gazette is filled with articles from doctors explaining, yes, it is the hand size. But uh, again, this is very hard for me to believe that this will be this this big a deal.
2: And if you think hand size matters, ladies, uh, <laughs> let's go to at Mark Weber Sports. Now these are the largest hand size mm. by an NFL quarterback. See uh, some of these yellow jackets on this list: Jim Drunkenmiller, eleven point three. He was bad. He was bad. <laughs> Dak Prescott, ten point nine inches. Good okay, quarterback, yeah. Cody Kessler, ten point nine inches. He's a
0: backup still somewhere, right? <laughs> is or, he still? League? I think I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick, ten point eight inches. I mean, it's, uh, uh, Fitzpatrick is a story and like a fun thing to talk about. But if he's the quarterback of your team, you're mad about it. <laughs> and Ryan Mallett at uh, coming in at ten point eight. inches. I remember Mallett was supposed to be a big deal. Didn't Brady say he was going to be great? Like, it, uh, didn't you say that about Mallett? Yeah, no. I mean, this is this this is a who's who of uh, who never was. But um, other than Prescott, of course, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's what I, I mean, I, I, what I'm assuming the hand sized defenders who are out there and probably don't listen to a podcast like ours. But um, <laughs> but I assume their argument is like it's not the most important thing, but you would uh, want to have it. Uh, clearly, it's not the most important thing on this list. But um, but I mean, it, it. I don't know. I mean, it's I, I, maybe I'm too off of the things I can notice, but I'd much rather have a dude that's as tall as Pickett with the hands he does versus like a shorter guy.
2: Like yeah, I mean yeah. Would you take a Kyler Murray uh, with bigger hands compared to a? That's
0: a good point. I mean, it's 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 not like you ever heard like oh, this guy's really sturdy and takes a lot of hits because of the size of his hands. That's why (laughs) he didn't break his shoulder on that throw. Like when they got dropped, you know. Um, The goofy. Let's get to the
2: goofiest. mock also uh our the first mock we've got a new player in, in, entering the mock wars okay this also happened to be the goofiest mock i think Cam, okay. kim kim muller meller mm-hmm. from pro football network network mocked mm-hmm. us akeem ikwanu mm. the uh, tackle from nc state
1: mm.
2: now uh this is great because nine mocks have put him number one overall <laughs> So if this guy falls to 20, that's awesome. In fact, 53 mocks have him in the top five. Wow. uh, if this guy would uh, would fall to 20, then I think we, we should take him.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Unless like, you know, this happened because like he murdered somebody that Wednesday or like <laughs> why this would occur what would happen for him to fall this far. I mean, that's, you know, I, 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 I from what little draft stuff I've listened to whenever the conversation of the tackles comes up, most of them start with, OK, so guys like Iquano aren't going to be there, but yeah. he will be there. Like that's actually the lead <laughs> in to the discussion. Uh, another we uh another odd this is the
2: first time this has happened in a mock um andrew false from steelcurtain.com mm. has us trading out of the first round for an additional second and third round pick
0: i mean that's not like nuts nuts I mean that's certainly a lot less nuts than this Iquanu guy is going to be like look I refuse to play for your team unless it's the Pittsburgh Steelers but uh I mean that uh, that depends a lot on like who that second round where that second rounder comes from if it's like you know uh, uh the Jags or the Lions then like okay that makes a little more sense but I, I think this also happens if like you know sort of what you, maybe something like you said happens like maybe they're real into quarterbacks but four of them go or maybe they're you know or or they don't like what or the options are in the first or maybe the opposite happens where hey there's a quarterback out there but they don't want him somebody else <laughs> does so they're like hey let's do that let's let's do some business there that's something i could see happening
2: you know say you say it is the lions uh want to mm-hmm. want that qb and want to jump up from 32 to 20 right um and then I mean, that just tells me that the, that the qb the steelers don't want the qb that is there or maybe not there mm-hmm. um and The the some of these offensive linemen aren't what we're looking for in the first round. If if we're if we're confident going into uh, the season with the line we have, if say we add a free agent or something, Mm -hmm. and we're not looking to draft a guard, you know, there's a lot to have the guard or a center in the first round. And if we're going to stick with Dotson and uh, Kendrick Green, Mm -hmm. um, and maybe a free agent there, maybe we don't need to get that first round lineman. Maybe we could trade down to. I don't know. You know, it's uh, are there enough it's like, are we trying to win now? or Are
0: we trying to rebuild still? And I think that we're trying to still win now. Well, I think the Steelers are always trying to win. I don't know if it's necessarily win now. I mean, I'm this whole mock draft thing is going to change once they start signing free agents, and I think you know it's they're going to just because they they um they don't want to they never want to go into the draft having a glaring need like they don't want to have like we have to fill this hole so they'll that doesn't mean they're gonna sign exactly the best dude, but they're gonna sign someone that at least could start this year. So I don't know if it's necessarily to win now, but it is to win. you would you do want to start or you'd hate to just have a you know a a project um right right you uh, so that's why this again, but all of this leads into do I think they're gonna trade then no, but it doesn't seem me as like the wildest, most impossible idea at uh. Well, let's look at
2: the mock tally. This is this comes in before the Aaron Rodgers announcement. This comes in before the Russ Wilson trade. Okay, we're up to uh, eighty-three mock drafts. You know, maybe I missed a couple here Uh, and there. I I hope
0: you did. (laughs) I hope you missed plenty, and you didn't have to put yourself through this.
2: Eighty-three mock drafts now uh, in twenty twenty-two. I think we've had at least thirteen in -hmm. the past week. Uh, 21 players now different players have been wow. mocked to okay. the Steelers
0: so one of these is probably the guy if they stay at 20 i mean you got to figure at uh
2: um leading the way still is Malik Willis now hmm. 13 mock drafts he's gained 2 this week okay. uh, a lot of, it was it was an even spread a lot of guys gained 2 uh Corral is still number 2 with 10 he gained 2 okay penning the uh the tackle he yeah. gained 2 he's up to 8 now okay uh passing up Hal, the the third QB on our list with seven mocks. Mm. Pickett gained two. He's up to he's up to six now. So uh one, two, four of our top five mocked players to us are quarterbacks. Four out of five.
0: Wow. It uh, well that's that's yeah, that's what happens when your Hall of Fame quarterback retires. People know they're gonna get clicks. I, and I'm sure if we saw the analytics, the ones suggesting the quarterback got more clicks than the ones suggesting the offensive lineman. Oh, I that would, would guess. I, I'm just saying. I would imagine Oof. that's that's maybe me. That's
2: it, more homework for me. I feel
0: no, no, no. It's not. It's not at all. It's, you should not do any of that. <laughs> You've done too much of this as it is. Well,
2: if it's not the quarterback,
0: uh, the,
2: you know the next choice is for the mockers is O line. Like I said, we had Penning with eight um, behind uh, Pickett. We've got John Zion Johnson who gained hmm. two. Everyone seems to like him yeah, now. He seems pretty good uh, yeah. at, a, at a Boston College. He's got six mocks. Lindenbaum, the center, has five mocks okay um green the 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 other uh, o-lineman uh he's from texas a&m
0: oh okay Kenyon green okay he gained he
2: gained two so he's up to five mocks Mm -hmm. uh and then we we still got uh davis the that's the d lineman from georgia yeah like that. he's at four he didn't gain any mm -hmm. uh cross surprising is the tackle we he didn't gain any we still got four Mm -hmm. uh mcduffie the cornerback with two Ritter, the the quarterback, uh, two in the first round. Oh, okay, you know? interesting. Um, and then we, we've got Booth, the corner. We've got uh, Strong, the Carson Strong, oh, another Carson quarterback. Strong. Wow. And then there's seven other players with one mock. Including the Aquano guy is one of those ones. Yeah. That,
0: that's hilarious.
2: So, you know, uh, you, you're right. At this point, we've got to have the guy.
0: That's probably the guy.
2: Uh, that, uh, unless it's like the Terrell Edmonds year, and then, you know, all the mockers are right. off. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And uh, this will start to change now that some of these free agents are starting to get signed. I imagine next mm-hmm. week when free agency really kicks off, I bet we'll see all these mocks get upended.
0: Absolutely. Should
2: I just throw all these mocks out now at this point? Well, I mean, I mean,
0: they, they, I mean, they, they never should have existed in the first place. So I'm not sure. how Good I point, right? If, yeah. if,
2: can we take back all our mocks? I need a Thanos snap for for mock drafts. <laughs> All right, if you're not uh, if you're not picking who we're drafting, then we're picking who we're signing. Let's get to the couch Colberts, okay. Let's start with Steelers now at PGH Steelers now. Mm-hmm. Steelers are interested in potential free agent center Ryan Jensen of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ESPN reports. Mm. Uh, if you don't know who Ryan Jensen is, he's thirty years old. He was just named to his first Pro Bowl. But he's been the highest-paid center as of 2018. He's been the mm. highest-paid center for three years already. Mm.
0: that that That's a lot. I mean, it, again, the idea of signing an older dude, again, in context, 30-year-old guy, yeah. an older guy makes sense. But I don't know if necessarily this guy, uh, 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 for that kind of money, at the, particularly at that age, how many more years of this has he got? But... Again, the idea of someone that's uh, not 22 in that room makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, he just named his first Pro Bowl, so I, don't, I you know, it's not that he's still improving, but he's, it doesn't right. seem like he's peaked. Right, yet.
0: exactly. He certainly could be. I mean, and he'd be good. I mean, it's just how much of your resource you want to commit to him, but he'd certainly be a fine improvement. And then is it can you really get... Green to move to guard, like ever you hope. Though it's every time you read something about that, they always seem to like the idea of Green continuing to play center.
2: He said himself, he said that the coaches have hinted that he won't move. You know, I mean mm-hmm. Ben himself wants him or wanted him right. to move. Uh, you know, so it's a it's, it's a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I still kind of think that he's going to stay at center. Yeah, I kind of do, and, so. and then they would might sign a free the agent around him, yeah, a guard mm-hmm. or I, you know I, I I don't know or maybe I mean if we do a first round guard then you know Dotson is three years in uh Kendra Green is two years in Dan Moore Jr. is two years in. it's very it's a very young very young mm-hmm. line
0: hence the idea of signing a, a an older guy somewhere to be in one of those somewhere positions. yeah
2: maybe it's Ryan Jensen maybe mm-hmm. well if we're not signing a uh, center how about <whistles> NFL rumors at NFL rums it's... three teams early on that have been linked to Patriots linebacker Kyle Van Noy, Raiders, Steelers, and Giants. Now, this guy is soon to be, thirty. he's turning 31 uh, years old before the season. Mm. He's already worked with Flores in Miami and New England. Uh, He had like 58 tackles, five sacks in 2021.
0: I mean, it, you know, I, I always remember him as like one of the few guys in the Patriots defense in the center that you could name. It. Uh, the only thing is that I don't know how much he would cost, but I also remember last year when we were so surprised that like Ingram was available when he was for the money he would take. And I wonder if this Van Noy guy will kind of be in a similar position at, uh, if they do want to sign him at some point.
2: You know, how much, uh, you know, we keep everyone, or, you know, many people seem to assume that Schobert is either getting cut or at least restructured, but, you know, uh, I mean, he, he didn't have, Schaubert didn't have the five sacks, but no. you know, he, he, this guy wasn't putting up the numbers that Schaubert couldn't no, put No, but I also
0: thought, I, I mean, I could be wrong about this. I thought Van Noy played outside. It was an outside linebacker. Oh, oh, uh, so oh. So I could, I, that's what I thought. I could be wrong. So it, you know, it, it, yeah, the Schaubert thing's interesting. I don't know what they're going to, I mean, no, ask him to take a pay cut if he wants to stick around or cut him and see if someone will give him the big money. I, 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 I have no idea which way he's going to go with that. That one, no clue.
2: All right, let's uh well let's get to the offensive side of the ball.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: At Steelers Network, Steelers Network, a lot of people recently really underestimating how much of a need wideout is for the Steelers. Juju, Washington, and Ray Ray are all free agents. Deontay is Deontay. Claypool took a big step back. That position is a big need.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're gonna get one in the first three rounds. I bet. I'd be surprised if they didn't at uh, getting off at, get a wide receiver. So yeah, it it, it is a big need. It, um,
2: do you think free agency is uh, any any wideouts there? I don't
0: know. I mean, I I don't know who all is available and for what. I I, I I I I do tend to think they'll pick like a third round pick and like hope that's enough and then have like you know uh, 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 Deontay and Clay pull around the kid. I I wouldn't be crazy if they did sign Juju. I mean, it's it, it's particularly as you're seeing the thing here if it. You know, if someone's going to give him a one year deal, I could see them making a play for him. But if he wants to go somewhere else, he wants to go somewhere else. Well, uh, you
2: know, that's mm -hmm. that's the tweet from uh, Pro Mm -hmm. Football Focus projects a one year, eight million dollar deal for Juju and free agency. Uh, You know, if that's the if that's what his market is why, uh, why know, not pay? why not come back to, you know to yeah.
0: pittsburgh i mean if he wants to do if he wants to stay and doesn't want to go somewhere else yeah that could be that would certainly be uh, uh something it seems like they should and could, and should they could and should do um <laughs> If if we went into the season with
2: Deontay Claypool and a third round rookie, you know, yeah. would, would that
0: be you know, would, would that would be tough. I, I I do think they'll add somebody, even if it's like, and I know I keep thinking of this because it was like the perfect thing when it worked up, but Quincy Morgan when they signed him 15, 17 years ago when it was you know he was he was what just cut by the Browns like late in camp or something like that, you know, something of that ilk.
2: What about someone like uh, what about someone like a Browns cut like a Landry?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, if one of those guys ends up going, sure. I mean, I, I I I could see them also. I don't know a lot about wide receivers. The idea, like in the next week or two, they sign a wide receiver that I've never heard of, and I look at it, like, oh, this guy was pretty good. That seems like that's not impossible either. We've seen some. We've seen some decent. Uh, sign, you know, not yes. starters, but like
2: DHB, you know, contributors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, even. I mean, gosh, even someone like Switzer, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't obviously a starter, but right. he was able to contribute someone like Ray. I wouldn't mind bringing Ray Ray back. I don't uh,
0: think. I, I, yeah. I mean, I could see unless somebody throws more money at Ray Ray, I could see Ray Ray coming back too. Yeah.
2: Let's talk about, um, another big veteran. How about this is from at Blitzberg mm-hmm. bleacher report predicts Joe Hayden will get two years, $13 million contract in this off season. Uh, if you're the Steelers, are you willing to match that?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm talking to Witherspoon first, <laughs> but I mean, that's not crazy. I mean, it's it's it seems like. I don't know, just just from what vague sense I've had of such things, that like the Joe Hayden number seems to have gone down since the season ended, or later in the season. I remember hearing this conversation just as it would creep in after like a ba- after like the first bad Steelers loss to the Chiefs, and it seemed like that number was higher then than it maybe necessarily is now. If um if you if you do keep Hayden, do you still need to add to the
2: cornerback room? Right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd assume they bring. They draft somebody, but I, 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 but I also don't know if that's like the big, big priority. We'll see what the priorities are after free agency shakes out. I mean, it's that could end up being the number one priority. Like that's not impossible either. They managed to fill all the other holes, you know, at least with a guy before uh, the draft. And in a way, this is one where they need to go out and get a guy in the first round.
2: Like, say, uh, you know, then say we give. Okay, if Hayden is going to get two years, thirteen million, would you say that Witherspoon would get something like three years, twenty million?
0: I am, I, I'm not the guy for these nope. numbers, but I also, I, I also think. I mean, I forget who I heard say it, but something to the effect of like, you know, you sign Joe Hayden to like a two-year deal that's actually like a one-year deal, and the next year is one of those those phrases that I don't understand, the voidable years, which also describes the fair portion of my own life but yes i or, don't know how or just
2: non-guaranteed you know yeah. two years uh first year guaranteed second year you could get cut you right know?
0: exactly something which seems to be how they all kind of work anyway so what uh if you could just
2: have one witherspoon or hayden
0: no you got to take witherspoon at this point all just because right. he's a younger guy i mean I, hayden's uh, uh you know a, a true professional and like borderline legend when you think about him how many guys play cornerback for what 12 some years but at uh and are good the whole time but um
2: one more decision that these couch coberts want to make. Let's go to Doug Keed at Doug Keed from, this is from PFF. Mm-hmm. Fifth year option figures for 2019 first round draft picks. Uh, the deadline is May 2nd. Money is fully guaranteed. Devin Bush would make $10.892 million.
0: I mean, I I saw the thing this morning saying that they, they weren't going to do it. That was, I think, Lawley said that at the DK site. But uh, and that makes sense. That that's a lot of money for Bush. Hopefully, you know, we hopefully we come to regret that in a year's time. Hopefully, he has an All Pro season, and they don't know what to do and how to resign him. But uh, right now, that feels like a good idea. Not doing that.
2: What you know? What. Uh... If we, if we don't offer him a f- the fifth year option, then we're we're in the same situation as like Edmonds now, where we're gonna yeah. have to you know either sign this deal now in free agency, or if we lose him, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of behind then you him. Have
0: to go find somebody again. Yeah, and you and this was one of the great failures in recent team history. Devin, oh, if if, 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 if this if, doesn't work out, yeah, if he's not good this year, then yeah. What about Edmonds? How where's that on the? Oh, Edmonds is Edmonds is a fine starter. I mean, Edmonds isn't a star. He's probably drafted too high, but he's been a good, reliable player and a real straight man for uh, Fitzpatrick. So yeah, I mean, it's. I'd be surprised if they don't try to get something done with Edmonds pretty soon. But uh, but yeah, if, if you know this this is you know like I said, hopefully we come to regret this because Bush had such a great year.
2: Could it could it possibly be a situation? I'm, I look back at the Mar the Max Starks tagging where mm-hmm. we tagged him twice. He definitely wasn't worth the tag at the time, but you know the the lack of options behind him might be a reason why you might give Bush this fifth year option, ten million, just because. Um, the option behind it is is what is Robert Spillane? It's
0: it's go get it's draft somebody high again. It um I mean I I, I just yeah I mean like I said we've read the reports already that they're not going to do it and I'm certainly on board with that. I mean it's like hopefully it's something like Jason Worlds or like Bud Dupree is it where the guy really really comes on?
2: All right, let's uh, let's get to our lightning round. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple things here. We'll start with at steelers themselves pittsburgh steelers Mm -hmm. steelers neurosurgeon joseph c maroon md was awarded the arthur c reddick award for academic excellence by nfl physician society this award is given annually to an nfl team physician for academic excellence in research and advancing the safety of nfl players so i didn't even know we had neurosurgeons on staff
0: I'm glad to hear that. That seems like something every team that can do that should. That That's fantastic. I saw those pictures going around, I think, of this exact tweet and that um – yeah, that that that's that's a great idea. I mean, this is this is again. It's, it, I'm glad you put these like all around general good <laughs> things in lightning round. I am.
2: Well, it's just you know you you go to med school, uh, you know you go to you know maybe uh, one of the top uh, IV programs. You, you're a neurosurgeon. You've made everyone proud, and then you go and apply to the
0: football team <laughs> for a job. So, well, I mean, like it's I don't know. I mean, it, again, this could be overly optimistic on my own part, but I imagine if you're like the neurosurgeon for the team like i can't imagine that's like your only neurosurgeon gig like aren't you all i mean i hope i don't know i mean i i'm sure there's a, like i'm sure a, a team like the pittsburgh steelers has uh, need of a neurosurgeon but do they need that guy like nine to five five days a week in and out neurosurgery I mean maybe they do I don't know but I assume you're also like you know neurosurgeon at a local hospital at UPMC <laughs> at you know a couple gigs maybe you go on the road I don't know how neurosurgery works I want to know do
2: they have a whole medical staff like is there like a podiatrist on staff there's is there gotta a... be I mean
0: if there's not like on staff then there's like this is the guy we go to this is the guy we could have to the south side I mean it's because you can't mess around with that stuff. I mean it's, you know, well can you know congrats. If I I would have
2: went to med school if I would have known I could have wound up working for the Steelers. <laughs>
0: I, I almost wonder if they try to weed that out though. Like the guy that shows up, like to the neurosurgeon that comes, like in the black and gold lab coat, or shows up like in you know a pouncy jersey. Like maybe that's not the neurosurgeon we get. We're like, I don't know about this guy. Like, no,
2: you got to have a Shazier jersey if you're the team neurosurgeon. You got to you got to put the money where the mouth is. Um, well, jo- jobs I didn't know existed this season. were the team chaplain and now right. the team neurosurgeon. But the
0: team chaplain gets to wear the shirt though. Like when you see that guy on Twitter, he's always. There in a very nice Steelers polo, or like a very nice shirt, yeah. So it's so I wonder if that's a little different from position to position.
2: All right, let's uh, move on to mm-hmm. G Star at mm-hmm. G Star Tari. Cam Hayward just interviewed on NFL Network at the Combine and mentioned Alulu uh, and Tuit as being pieces of their defense returning in 2022. Encouraging. Yeah.
0: Did you see this? Uh... I, I heard about it. I also saw Colbert say he wants to come back. That was, that. there was no couching in that quote. He's saying he wants to play. That is, you know, works for me. Yeah, no, that is encouraging. I hope they figure it out. I hope it uh, happens. I, I also read, I forget where, it might've been Lolly and Kavazovic's site again, saying that, uh, you know, Hayward is also, part of the reason Hayward was there at the Combine is he's probably going to get into this media stuff when his career ends. And I imagine he'll be great at that too. Oh right? yeah. So, mm-hmm. Um,
2: uh, well what are we waiting on then if if Colbert says two and no wants to come back if Cam thinks that two it's coming back why you know why are we, we have st-
0: no idea this story is so weird it's been weird from the beginning we'll maybe never know it uh, hopefully it all resolves itself well and we go great what happened but uh but yeah it's no part of this makes sense
2: i think time. and then when we finally get that interview with him it'll probably be with jim wexel behind a paywall <laughs> so i'll never find out <laughs> what happened he had an interview with colbert this week and i just couldn't i couldn't uh, read so it because it was behind it. The- uh,
0: well i mean i, I understand even the, the to make a living, I mean, I do get that. I bought tough. the
2: book, Jim. Give me a free <laughs> password to the website. I bought the Steelers book. Um, all right, how about you know? Last one. This is, okay. um, you know, this is mm-hmm. off the field here. This is mm-hmm. from uh, Ian Smith over at KDKA at I uh, a sad image after an f3 tornado ripped through winterset iowa on sunday hmm. the home of a steelers fan was among the dozens of homes and businesses oh, destroyed seven people uh, were killed and the image was you know it was like the whole wall was ripped off this home and you, you could uh, re- revealed the bedroom and this kid's big ben fathead oh, on the wall
0: man. oh man
2: you know so it always you know it's kind of like you know it's like why do you wear why do you what does mom want you to put on clean underwear in the morning? It's like, so if you get hit by the car, you'll have clean undies or something, right?
0: I, I, I'd I, never heard that one. I mean, that's that's a,
2: Yeah, that's what my mom, I think okay. my mom would say.
0: That, that seems like a pretty, like there's a lot of valid reasons to wear clean underwear that seems like you may die or go into the hospital. Seems pretty low on the, like, I mean, did it work? I mean, did well, you? I never.
2: I don't know. I never. I never. But I, but I I just say that it's like make sure your fat head is on the wall. Oh, so if the tornado I, ever comes, <laughs> they let people know that you're a Steelers fan.
0: I, I see. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I see it also. It's I a mean, tough analogy. And yeah. Again, I, I don't mean to make light of any of this, but I mean, you'll notice that's the part of the wall that was still standing. That's right. Oh, boom.
2: Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, on that uh, on that somewhat sour
0: uh, note. Somewhat sour. <laughs> yeah, that was completely sour. But yes, but hey, this is that, that 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 sometimes that's the in the ethos of just chill. If hey, it
2: couldn't be any more toxic than the tweets that keep coming in.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Kyle Kreis. Greg, where are you on uh, Twitter? Uh, at
0: Greg Benevent, uh, B as in boy E-N-E, B as and Victor ENT, Twitter and Instagram.
2: You know, if you like this show then leave us a review on itunes or we wherever you that? listen to your podcast yeah you know leave a five-star review huh. make sure you said uh, what jen's talking about is an awesome show huh. or just uh, just a show <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right we will be back next week